guys, I'm Zoe from Pride Online, and as some of you guys may know, I'm here just to introduce the second part of the new episode about Kyle Rittenhouse. Thank you guys so much for patiently waiting. Um, yeah, sit back, listen, listen intently, and it's going to pick up, pick up off of where we left off. So yeah, thank you. And it, it's... It's not something you can claim self-defense for, but now mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, well, I don't know. I guess you can just get away with that shit now, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I'm sure you guys have seen like, you know, the fucking, the like jokes on Twitter. It's like, oh, I'm going to go to Kenosha and self-defense the, the right wing, you know, protest. Oh yeah. I saw your, there. I saw your tweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and it's oh, like, really? It's like I'm gonna self-defense Kyle Rittenhouse, and it's like, yeah. it's like, it's like that's a dumb it's, joke. It's, but like, yeah, it's like, a joke it's, now. It literally, it's, a it's joke, what happened. Like, if you extend the logic, you're like, like wow, it's the same type of logic. Yeah, because I live in Arizona. If I go to Illinois with a weapon that I am not supposed to have, and I get in his face, and he starts like getting an attitude with me. And I think he goes for his gun. I kill him, and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. It should have. I believe it should have been taken like how the uh, guy that drove ten hours to El Paso or however long it was. Yeah, he drove over there to shoot the Walmart, shoot people in the Walmart because he didn't yeah, like yeah, them yeah. and he didn't like the lifestyle they had. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like they all were just doing their thing. And then that's what they were doing at the protest. They were doing their thing. Mm-hmm. And both of them felt the need that they needed to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. For what? You For, are miles away. The you argument of self-defense away. shouldn't even be a thing for the simple fact that if he did not go somewhere else, there would not be have been anything to defend if he had stayed home. If he did not bring his AR-15, there would not have been anything to defend. He could have brought that these my, fists. That's like, yeah. he, he, that makes no sense. He brought only lethal means. That makes yeah. no sense to me. I hate when they like that makes no sense. The argument they of self-defense yeah. should be out of the window because there would not have been anything to defend if he had essentially just minded his business. That's essentially all it is. That's essentially yeah. yeah. All and like, and going off of all of that, um, do you guys think that this case should have been brought to a higher court rather Absolutely. than 100%. just because lawyer against private lawyer? I private think lawyer that because lawyer. like he, like the Noah Supreme said, Court type. Yes, like the, like yeah. Noah said, like if he was a Muslim man, they would have called him a terrorist it would have been a completely different courthouse. They probably would have, they, oh, bro, it would have been a completely different thing. It would have been to the highest of highest courts. Like, I don't uh, know I think is, it should have. <laughs> I'm sure it exists. He was a Muslim. They probably would have awarded him at the state. He wouldn't, have, he wouldn't have made it out of that night. Yes. No. That is the thing. That is my thing. That is my thing. That is my thing. People always want to bring up the fact that white privilege is not real, but it's like, Yes, times I mean, why did they yes, why did they feed have... what's his face fast food before they arrested him? Right. After he killed nine black people. Like, come on. Like that is in itself. That is what we're talking about. The fact that I, if I were to go out with an AR-15, it would not end the same way. The fact yeah. that he, the CEO of that pillow company, bailed him out. That would not have. Oh, had my pillow. He's he's Trump's best friend. Yes, that yeah. would not have had happened to me. That is white privilege. That is what we are talking about. <laughs> I, should, ugh. The, see, I want to agree and say like, yeah, I probably should have gone lawyer to lawyer and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much faith I have in like the American justice system. Right. Yeah, yeah, like I don't know so, how it would go over in a Supreme Court case because once it's yeah. done with the Supreme Court, it's done. And, es- and especially, done. especially with the Supreme Court we have now, it's like 
it would they would have been like open shut case like how the judge said it it should mm-hmm. have been yeah and which and you know it's it, it it's very hard for me to like say yes it should have gone higher but i just it, it mm-hmm. should have been solved here you know <laughs> like you know it should have been fine exactly here where it is and you know i I kind of prefer, you know, trial by jury. I think that's a very, I think that's one of the very few things that the American system has gotten right. It's like trial by like your peers. By random people on the street. (laughs) Yeah. But like, it wasn't, you know, the, the additions, like the extenuating circumstances of the case changed so much based on like the judge's interference that it you know it it didn't get solved the right way here and i don't know i don't know if it can be you know because regardless of you know like let's say it goes up higher to the next level right and it gets flipped the other way the ramifications still happen right Mm -hmm. because legal proceedings don't happen you know in the snap of a finger you know so I, I guess like once the verdict is reached, I feel like that kind of that kind of breaks the dam. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that's because everybody has eyes on this right now. Mm-hmm. A year from now or two years from now, when it gets appealed and like maybe goes up higher, nobody's gonna be looking at it because there's gonna be two other cases or three other cases that we could have been thinking about mm-hmm. at that exact moment. You know, mm-hmm. so I feel like I feel like once the dam is breached, it's kind of it's kind of like that's it mm-hmm. yeah because yeah, a lot of people are just losing hope now unfortunately they're yeah. freshy they're just done mm-hmm. and so something like this is it's just tiring because yeah it's you walk around yeah like in arizona you walk around and you have no idea what these people believe mm-hmm. you have no idea and so something i just, worry about every day i read about that yeah every day. Every and so just day. the pure fact that you're walking around you're like dang these people could really just stand against everything i believe mm-hmm. stand against everything that is good mm-hmm. and it's yeah it's frustrating because you you never know like people are up some people I went to school with, um, like elementary school with, are upset because I'm like, I can't be friends with you if you support, if you support Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in 2016, I could, I could be like, okay, I'm acquaintances mm-hmm. with you, whatever. But comes 2021, I just now, can't. Baby. Yeah, I can't do that because no. you're. Yeah. It's not even being like, oh, political differences. Right. It's ha, no, ha, ha, it stays school. against yeah. like my it means whole it's so life. Much more now. Yeah. 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 It's so much. It's so much more now. You yeah. know, what I mean? it like, was my ha, ha, high school, but now yeah. we are 2021. We're all adults and we've all we've all walked our own lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've all experienced our own our own crucial moments in our lives. And for you to not, for you to simply not believe that my life doesn't matter as much as yours, we have nothing to talk about mm-hmm. at the end of the day, at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. And you never, there was a time where you didn't know what your neighbors believed at all. But my neighbor, couple houses down, they have a giant, don't tread on me, snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah a giant one like i will take a picture and send it to you guys because it's a joke and a let's go brandon flag same on a giant so flag. just just say fuck joe biden like at least yeah at that point like, like we do we always say fuck trump like why do you guys have to fucking trump 2020 trump yeah. shut the fuck up <laughs> no one gives yeah. a fuck and, and if you ha- if you've seen the pictures of that guy um off of I won't say my street. It's too much. I'll cut it out. 
if you've seen the like all those flags um that that guy sells people buy them up and it's just the pure fact that i have to drive past that every saturday morning Mm -hmm. to go do my thing Mm -hmm. i have to drive that past that stupid let's go branded thing and if i have my windows down i'm just enjoying the cool air and they're sitting Mm -hmm. out on their front lawn they're staring at me hardcore Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm it's just frustrating it that's to another thing like nobody for no other president did people wear that they supported trump more than trump i don't think i've ever seen such memorabilia and t-shirts and hats of trump 2016 trump this da more than when trump was in pre- when, more than when trump is president and like you said we can't just exist I can't just exist at work when people come through and they have Trump 2021 hats on their on their head or they've got the flag hanging on the back of their truck. I can't just exist. It literally it it literally just it they're hurts shoving it. It's like, they're damn, shoving. like <laughs> you're shoving it literally. And it's like, damn, and, then, like- and then the moment I wear my Black Lives Matter shirt, people suddenly go crazy they yeah. go cra- yeah suddenly yeah. it's an issue suddenly i'm too radical but yeah. i'm just <laughs> like suddenly i don't apparently think i'm a yeah, yeah. apparently i'm a communist yeah 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 i'm 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 antifa whatever that is i'm i'm part of antifa yeah i so i mean like so what just so what yeah. no literally so what like you have your beliefs you have your thing da, 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 and i have mine and if me saying that i believe um oh and this is another thing me saying i believe black lives matter is a problem for you that's on you but to also speak about what happened um kind of this year in 2020 with everything um with like asian people um 2021 or last year it was like late last year. Yeah. Um, you know, people were saying stop Asian hate. Not a single person had a problem with stop Asian hate. It was, it was clear, concise. You should stop. You should stop killing Asian people just for, just because you thought they stopped COVID. Like just because, just because, just because you thought your president was telling you the truth. Um, nobody had a problem with that, but because we said that, because we said that we believe that black lives matter, it's an issue. And it's like you, it, it it's just when you not, say certain lives matter, they right. believe that right. nothing else does. Right. No, because we're saying black lives matter on top of everyone else. Exactly. And it's like, people are like, oh, like, just because I don't think, just because I don't support black lives matter doesn't mean that I'm not racist, but it all trickles down to the fact, like, forget about the protest, forget about the organization, forget about all of that. If I ask you, do you think that my life matters? And you say no, that's fucking racist. Like, there's yeah, or no even, way. or even like, or even just the hesitation. Yeah. Hey, do you think Black Lives Matter? Yes, uh, but yes, that's what? Fucking but racist. What? But what? You know. But what? Like, like my life matters, but to an extent, like that's that is the problem. Like it, it's like, like it's always like oh, Black Lives Matter, but white lives matter too i'm not saying that they, they don't. don't the fuck i'm not saying got, that they don't there are there is there like is if i if i believe that white lives did not matter i would i would have a deep hatred for myself she said i'm a I really contradiction <laughs> i yeah i, I would, contradiction <laughs> i have to i have to basically air out both my sides right <laughs> like yeah. like uh, it I can't say that like I hate white people. Mm-hmm. They may be frustrating. They may <laughs> they may be too much, but ultimately I don't. Right. Like yeah. white people no really also does. include yeah. like European culture. And that stuff is interesting. Right. And I'm not gonna say I hate it. Right. Because they're white. No. I think it's more of when people say things like that, like I hate white people. I think it's more of, of a like, oh my gosh, this person. Yeah, I think it's more of like the frustration that a lot of yeah. the the supremacist white people, the conservative white people, the yee-yee white people, the frustration that the Karens and the Kevins, like them, like that, I think that's what people speak to is when they say that because 
it's a pro- it's a constant thing. Not saying that all not saying that all white people are like that. I have I I know not all white people are like that. That that would be a really shitty generalization. But I think that when we speak about like our frustrations with them, I think that that is pretty allotted or pretty uh, it's it's allowed in a way because look at history, <laughs> look at yeah. look at what they've not even to just black people, but to plenty of minorities. You know what I mean? Like, and, I and think- it's more than it's more than just like like the way I have interpreted it, right? Mm-hmm. As a white person is like, like, I don't think anybody is like, I hate you specifically, mm-hmm. you know? It's like the, the, the history and the culture mm-hmm. of white supremacy that is still incredibly pervasive in our society. Mm-hmm. That is kind of what is like, that's what the hate is being directed towards. Mm-hmm. And that those things manifest in people Mm. obviously Mm. um and so that's kind of where you know saying white people comes from um but yeah the way that's just kind of how i've interpreted it is like the the rampant white supremacy and racism that is still so prevalent is like that's where the hate is going and that's where Mm -hmm. all of our that's where all of our hate should be going because that does nothing but tear other people down you know and so it's like you know i'm not gonna go around being like oh friggin' white people you know because it doesn't it doesn't affect me the same and so it's not really like my place to really like say that but the the uh the same idea is there is like i hate the idea of white supremacy and and racism and Mm. you know all those things obviously Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah it, it's a very and, and but people you know conservatives like to take it very very personally yeah you know? it's like and, how dare you how dare yeah, you it's like they've never generalized like... the day in their life and they're like they're like oh my god they like conservatives like to flip-flop between being hyper literal and mm-hmm. being hyper metaphorical all the time and it is mm-hmm ridiculous because when somebody says i hate white people they suddenly revert to a five-year-old's understanding of like of you know sentences they're like you must mean you hate all white people all the time you fucking bigot and it's like they're not looking at you know the people don't know how to critically think yeah they don't know how to yeah and then it's like oh but if you say like make america great again they suddenly become fucking pioneers of the English language. And they're like, look, obviously it doesn't mean a specific point of time. It's a metaphor for like what America is supposed to represent and all the good qualities of every time period that has ever existed in American history all wrapped up in the one. And you're like, you can't have both sides of the coin, man. Like you either got to be an idiot or you have to be like pseudo intellectual. Like you can't, you <laughs> yeah. can't you can't have both of those things at the same time, but they try to get away with it and they do get away with it. People fall for it all the time, you know? And, and, you know, like I myself grew up in a very conservative white Christian household. And that very much impacted the way I grew up and viewed the world for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cause, uh, cause critical thinking is not easy. You know, it's not, no, and it's not, it's not fun to examine your own beliefs and think, oh, I might be a fucking idiot, you know? And that's not like a fun thing for, for, for people to do, you know? But and that's necessary. why so many people have a hard time in college when they start taking like their sociology and their psychology mm-hmm. classes because they have you think about the world. They have you think beyond what you believe. Yeah. And so it's just the fact that like people take that one class and they're just like, oh, well, maybe. And then they go revert back to their old ways. But there's always that inkling of maybe I am being a little too harsh. Maybe I do need to be more open about the world. That's why you see more college students that are more open to uh, certain things. That's why you see 
um, people who are in jobs where they have to talk to everyone all the time, different people, they're not outwardly like, oh, me, 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 and my race only. They're typically more outgoing in the fact that, yeah, just actually more open about things around them and they actually want to learn and yeah if you don't if you're not willing to learn in general if you're the type of person that is so quick to shut down every teacher you've ever had then it's like all lost all hope for you yeah and they don't really think about it like within context right because like if you think about it right like okay you've had this belief system your whole life your whole life your whole life right and now you're 25 if your like mode of thinking about the world hasn't shifted from when you were 16 to 25 and those nine years, the way you look and view the world hasn't changed a little bit at least. And you still hold the exact same belief system. Like, are, are you like a person like, because yeah, like if you don't... be growing and, you know, changing your perceptions mm-hmm. and experiencing things and, and doing all these things that will grow your personality and your concept of life. But if you're not doing those things, then it's like, what, what have you been doing? Yeah. Like if you don't go on, if you don't go on Facebook or Snapchat or whatever, and then you view your so many years ago and you're just like, why would I say something like that? (laughs) Then maybe you should. Yeah. Like maybe you should like reevaluate because I, I would say I have the same view on human rights and well, yeah, yeah, of course. all that. So, like, I would say I have the same view, but in different little things, like, um, like I when I had for when I had turned sixteen, I was like, oh, I'm most definitely an independent. Like, I don't <laughs> really take two sides and then i come to find out that independents in arizona are not independents they are not like i viewed it as a like almost socialist type of thing because socialist wasn't really used all that much when we were 16 it really wasn't so like when i had started really getting into everything like i turned 18 before most people So I got to vote and I was like, I went to like every different little, or I listened to every like different little debate um, specifically because we had to do it for a grade. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I remember that. that. Yeah. That was another thing. We had to do it for a grade, but then I was like, oh, maybe I should like actually go further into that. And then I was like, come to find out that I'm not actually independent independence in Arizona seem more libertarian type our beliefs changed and my parents realized this later in their life like after my dad was retired like when we moved here in their 40s there they changed and so like we shouldn't be limited to what we learned when we were young teenagers what people were telling us we should develop our own thought process and be able to explore like it goes more past politics it goes like food for example like you're not gonna sit there if you sit there only like chicken nuggets for the rest of your life like what are you doing to change that yeah like what are you doing like are you why are you only eating chicken nuggets (laughs) why are you eating chicken masala yeah like (laughs) why are like yeah let us discuss our justice system. Um, I tweeted today, um, if, if there's one thing I learned about the justice system is that that's not what it should be called. And I got that quote from an actor, I forgot his name, but he played, a lawyer, played one of the lawyers off the Netflix show, When They Can See Us. And for those mm-hmm. that don't know, when they can see us is based off probably one of like the biggest miscarriages of justice in like America. Um, it's a case of these five boys are called the Central Park Five. 
and they were all um they call them the quitted five now they call them the quitted five now or the exonerated five exonerated Um, sorry no you're good um and they were these five young boys except one he was 16 um but they were all thrown into jail for a crime that they didn't commit they were literally coerced into confessing to a crime and then um yeah they were all thrown in jail for it Um, you should watch it you yeah you should watch it if you haven't Hallie (laughs) she muted herself um (laughs) um but basically he, he they were asked they were like well what did you learn about the justice system while you know doing this um this show and he said that he said it shouldn't be called the justice system um we talk about a lot how like how screwed the justice system is how flawed it is but it's actually doing what it's supposed to do it's protecting those that it was made to protect because the justice system in entirety the government in entirety is literally built off white supremacy and Kyle Rittenhouse literally getting um for all of his charges is a prime example of that um and I wish that like I had time because I was thinking about um bringing in how many laws and um policies in our system that are based off of um based off of racism basically and white supremacy but since this was like kind of something that we're like we need to talk about now Mm -hmm. I'll just have to do that on my free time (laughs) um but it's a it's a majority of them it's yeah. a good thing erica brought that up because you um, guys should look it up too you could talk about brock turner um literally literally has a witness to um to him raping a woman um yet he i don't even think he i think he was sentenced four months but he didn't even serve four months he like served like no, two months. It, i think it would was it house arrest or something I think it was something it wasn't even something serious at all it was like there was someone else as of recent who also like was um was charged was it eight months of that was today um so yeah it was four women yeah so Brock Turner is a yes um, oh yeah that's that's a that's a story that I I know Brock Turner's but the one that I just had saw today was um like the four counts of yeah so he had um he yeah he had confessed he had pleaded guilty um uh for raping four girls in his parents base in his parents basement um but the judge felt that he like he's like i had a dream that i felt like it was wrong to put him in prison because he won't last in prison um and so they gave him eight years probation he's not going to see any jail time so that is another clear example of um, white supremacy being yeah. being in our courtrooms, um, because if that was any other, and this is something that was very frequent, and this I was talking about it today, um, the case of Emmett Till, um, mm-hmm. the way that he was literally beaten to death and lynched for he was a child for 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 allegedly whispering at a woman imagine what would have happened if this was a black man that raped four white women like that it's i mean even you see it i mean that happened to the central park five you had five boys who didn't even touch the woman being put into jail and you have the oldest the 16 year old being put in uh into federal prison i think i think it was federal prison if not it was just he was just adult prison (laughs) yeah adult prison but i mean he served the most time so it's like this is what this country this is what the the courts were made to do this these are the people it was made to protect and Mm -hmm. we see it every day yeah and it's very a lot of it can be very um you know almost unnoticeable as well too i'm reading i'm reading this book right now it's called uh it's just called voter suppression in the united states elections mm-hmm. and it basically just goes over like the history of voter suppression in the united states um but it talks about a very recent example in 2020 
um, where in Georgia, somebody is running against uh, like the current governor or something like that. I, I don't remember the specifics. Um, and they're running against them and they are expected to get a lot of like the black vote, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so what the governor did was he changed the voting laws to where uh, on Sundays, you can't vote at the poll before like 11 a.m., right? Mm-hmm. And now that just sounds weird. Doesn't really sound like negative. Right. It just seems like a weird, weird rule to have. But when you look into Georgia and you see what's going on, what would happen would be uh, black churches would have congregation. And then after mass, they would bus their entire, the entire church to the voting polls and vote. Mm-hmm. all together right after mass so at like 10 a.m this wave of of uh, black voters would show up and vote but be- because now you can't vote before 11 a.m that's not really a thing anymore you know and so it's just you know a lot of those very very little things all add up to a system that is designed to uphold white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To work and against anything that is considered equal. Exactly. And, and you know, you, you can like go into, you, you can talk about like, is prison like, you know, a, a good thing to have? Like, there's a really good book by Angela Davis called Are Prisons Obsolete? Highly recommend everyone to read that book. Um, but, you know, that's that's kind of a whole other conversation about, you know, what prisons represent. But if that is the current punishment under our legal system, we have to operate within that framework. Right. Mm-hmm. And so within that framework, we expect it to be, you know, done equally and fairly. And it's it just it quite literally never is. George Floyd was murdered over a fake twenty-five or a fake twenty-dollar bill, mm-hmm. and Howard House kills two people and completely ruins another man's life and walks away. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know there there are just so many, so many cases like that. Trayvon Martin, right? Like George Zimmerman isn't a white guy, but he's white passing enough mm-hmm. to where it's like, yeah, he's on our side good enough we'll die yeah, push that yeah he still pushed that narrative yeah and so there's the, i mean there there's countless countless um like Dion johnson you know yeah right here. here in phoenix mm-hmm. um killed at a traffic stop for nothing for mm-hmm. nothing um you know um that other the other father of two um he pulled over on the side of the highway because he was tired yeah yeah and And then he was just killed Mm -hmm. right tamir rice a 12 year old with the play gun in an open with an open in an open carry state ohio shot killed And, and so you know there's just so many things like that that is just so very clearly evident that it's it's not equal and never has been equal and that that is like the problem right mm-hmm. is like okay on paper it is we're all there like right we're all there you know we kind of talked about that earlier but in practice we're not like not even close and so you know, it kind of goes back into what we were talking about with like Black Lives Matter. It's like, yes, of course, every life, every person matters, you know, of course, like that's just a given. Mm-hmm. But until they are on the same footing, you know, we're going to fight for this. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, there is so, so many little things like that, like that Georgia law that mm-hmm. happened that just go completely unnoticed. I never would have known that that would have happened if I hadn't like read this book Mm -hmm. and like specifically looked into it. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, who knows how many things are happening like that across the country all the time that don't get mentioned in books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We alone in Arizona are having 
basically Arizona was one of the first states that approved early voting. That was like, yeah, let's be able to mail in our ballots. But then they had such a huge issue during the election saying election fraud, election fraud. And then (laughs) Doug Ducey was like, oh, maybe. No, it, it, it just doesn't. We're having our own issues here. And some places, like Noah said, just imagine. There are some places that are literally they want to do only voting between like 3 and 9 p.m. When those are after work, after school hours, the busiest, and some people won't even be able to get into polling booths. They're only allowing polling areas and polling booths in certain areas. Like they are not allowing enough time for people to get on buses in low income areas to drive or take the bus to these higher areas where polling booths are located. So so many things in our justice system and our political system, they're all just working against what just working against people who just want to live, who just want to exist. And people come to America searching the American dream, which is a farce, as everyone is starting to notice. Right. Everyone's having issues. Mm-hmm. Not everyone, but just in general, like people are having issues trying to survive here. Yeah. People just want to, they literally, the reason why I'm so upset is because I want the country I live in to be tolerable with everyone. Mm-hmm. I could just be like, I'm done. Let me go find a job in Europe as a teacher. And I could do that and I could live there for the rest of my life. I could do that. But I'm like, while I want to, while I'm like, that would be a great experience. I think ultimately I'm so passionate about trying to make what basically my home work. Trying to make my home feel like home. But if it's getting to the point where these politicians are basically dying on the stand because they're just so old. And not even realizing that, like, you're not making anything better for, like, my 13-year-old brother. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's frustrating. My 13-year-old brother that's black. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's frustrating. Yeah. And, like, you can, you know, I mean, you can literally just look at our current, you know, executive branch as the perfect example of, of like, white supremacy infecting every facet of American culture, because even though Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are Democrats, Kamala Harris is a cop. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Point, point. And Joe, Biden, Joe Biden was the author of the 1994 crime bill that was responsible for, you know, hundreds of hundreds, if not thousands of black Americans being thrown in prison mm-hmm. unjustly, you know? And so it's like, even, even the people who like in our American, you know, binary political system, who are supposed to be like the good guys, quote unquote, um, you know, even, even they are coming to a point where it's like, it, it's not good enough, you know? Yeah, they're it, starting to, they're starting to realize it. They're starting to be like, oh shoot, we really aren't getting all that much approval. The reason why we voted for Trump and Kamala was, or we didn't vote for Trump and we decide to have Kamala. That's what I meant. Um, there's not much a difference between them other than the fact that she's more tolerable of humans. Yeah. Like she's she more. She doesn't write mean tweets. No, like, she she's a woman of color herself. Yeah, she's half Indian, half black, and she knows how it feels to be like spit on and roasted and everything way more these days <laughs> but like yeah. i just much rather it just sucks it comes down to it being like oh i much rather have her and biden than trump who allows this stuff yeah. because it just sucks that biden was a stepping stone into people who are better mm-hmm. like there's other politicians out there who aren't i wouldn't say politicians are good but there are ones out there who are better than Biden mm-hmm. that voted for him mm-hmm. because he was the last choice. Like, right. 
Like, for example, I like Beto, but I don't live in Texas. I can't vote for him as governor. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Like, there's just, but people like him, like, he voted for, he voted for Biden. And so it just sucks how it's like, in order for us to get what we want, we have to start at the bottom instead of being at the top like the rest of these people. And I just want to speak on um, if there's any conservatives watching, but <laughs> the fact that like people are like, oh, well, why don't you like Trump as president? And you're like, oh, well, because he's racist. And they're like, well, how is he racist? And you explain to them how he's racist. If that's not enough for you to believe that he shouldn't be allowed to be president, I don't know what to tell you. Your yeah. racism is showing because no leader of the free the free world should be racist. Like at all. That makes no sense. How are you going to be the leader of a country filled of all types of people and be fucking racist? Like and then if if those same people bring up Obama, I was not old enough to vote for Obama. Right. Oh my so god. There's no kids. just because just because I like Michelle Obama don't mean I would have voted for right. him. Okay. First right. of all, we were literally like eight to ten years old. Yeah. When Obama was first so you really think that like no. Yeah. No, like if I was old enough, I probably would have voted for Obama be- over Mitt Romney mm-hmm. and the other guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. like there ain't no way. There ain't no way. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. But I, just I, to, I just wanted to throw that little tidbit in because that always bothers me. I'm like, how is that not, how is racism not enough for you to not realize he should? How's racism? How's sexism? Yeah, well, there's, there's I mean, so. Kind of, I can answer. And he's my, whole, my whole family is like this. Mm. Uh, the, the reasoning is because it doesn't matter, you know, mm. like at the end of the, like, you know, what, what was that thing they always said it was like, Oh, he, he's saying what everybody thinks. Right. Like I'm sure mm-hmm. you guys remember everybody fucking saying that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it's like, no, he's not because mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you guys. I try to believe that like a lot, most people like aren't racist you know, or at least, like, cautiously racist, you know, um, and so I don't feel like, but to them, they are, right, so they have those thoughts, they have those things that they want to say, but they don't say, because of, you know, the culture, or, you know, whatever, and so him, you know, saying it without saying it, you know, and even times when he just does say shit was very like, yeah, I do that. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Um, and, you know, so that's just kind of like their thought process. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's not just Noah's family. Yeah, <laughs> it ten- it tends to be a lot of people. Yeah, and yeah, I'm just I'm annoyed and I'm frustrated because it's relatively like, yeah because Dang. people like Kyle Rittenhouse get to walk walk away and hang out in bars being under eighteen with Ku Klux Klansmen, Proud Boys proud boys as they like to be called these days yeah again again not something that a judge allowed to be talked about ridiculous he specifically said we're not going to talk about who those people are those are the people who influenced him those are the people that like he got to get go on 4chan Mm -hmm. and chat with these people and be besties and then they convinced him yeah he was easily moldable because who knows what age he started. He's yeah. only 18. So when Trump was first elected, what? He would be, uh, be 15? Yeah, 15. So he probably could have started then. 
Um, easily, easily oh, wait, no, no, no. He would have no, been, been younger. He'd, he'd be like, like in middle school. Oh, 12. See, I was 16 because I was 16 when. Oh, yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was eight. I was 18. Yeah. yeah. So he easily could could have been molded by the family um, that he's surrounded by. Some of his uncles, his dad could have been like proud boy type material. Yeah. And then. Because kids like like to get into like to get into things and talk talk to random people on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's just uh, it's just so much. It's it's a lot on a person and a lot on your mental. A lot, a lot on up there. Mental. <laughs> on your mental. <laughs> Sometimes we just need to log off the internet and um. And not be so fried online, not you know. Be, not be so fried online, honestly, because it's it's a lot. It's a lot on the mental, truly. It really, really is. Like waking up, like I literally was in bed going through whatever, and then I get the Twitter notification: Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty on all charges, and it changed my whole mood. Like my day is is just different. So this for everybody changed. listening, we got like not like onto another path like we tripped over a yeah. rock and we ended up going somewhere else yeah and i don't really we like got, that. we just got knocked back into the fucking 1800s when people could just do this no problem yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and um so to everybody listening right now like protect your mental man like it's a lot <laughs> honestly yeah. mm-hmm. the, the shit that's going on in the world it's a fucking lot <laughs> and those people that like to pretend that like it's everything's all good and everything's fine and dandy everything's all rainbows and and lollipops and and that we should stop acting like victims and i'm sorry if i make a joke about what's going on right now and be like oh zoe you always bring that up i'm like because it's my life now this is i'm sorry everybody's always like um why do you guys always bring up race? Because it's literally in everything. everything. It's embedded into everything. Like we may not be talking about racism, but we talk about race. race. It's literally in everything. There is yeah. something that yeah. different differentiates me. Different. I can't say differentiates. Differentiates. Yes, that yeah. between me and you, like there, that is just something like we can't just look past. The whole yeah. I don't see color thing. We can't, we can't, we can't. Doesn't exist. That. It's not a thing. That's not Mm-mm. a thing. Not, we can't, we can't keep doing that. You ain't color see, blind. You right. Color we blind. have to see each other for what we are. We have to go on from that. And we have to try to rebuild and try to evolutionize this country because we are, we're going back in time. We're not moving I'm forward. Fed up. I'm fed up. I'm fed up. I'm so fed up. So everybody listening, Please protect your mental. Log yeah. off Twitter for a day. Um, I get. I get uh, go go take a, a mini trip. For real, go take a go take a drive. Go for a walk. Do go something. Do, if, yeah, I do. Go to say, Sedona and sit in the vortex. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. Also, want to say protect uh, protect your physical too. You know, like mm-hmm. if you're gonna if you're gonna hit the streets, go with a group. Go yeah. with a plan. Bring water. Mm-hmm. especially now you know we kind of touched on it earlier um but you know there's th- things are going to have to change with how we do things you know mm-hmm. I, you know group plan you know like a first aid kit which is just an awful thing to even have to think about right you know you even have like to you shouldn't have to worry about you know, potentially getting shot going to a protest downtown. Yeah, know? especially if you're in an open carry state. Yeah. Just it just it's, sucks how you have to you have to be like just step back. Don't try yeah. to it just sucks, but you have to. Yeah. And like knowing like you shouldn't have to know basic first aid in order to go to these things, right? And that's mm-hmm. you know, I mean that's probably why I go because I know some of this stuff. And so it's like I feel like I can help, you know, whatever. Um, but like, yeah, if, if you're gonna hit the streets, do it, do it smart, do it safe, and uh, yeah, just protect yourselves, protect the people around you. Because yeah, I mean, that's how we, uh, that's how we survive. It's like caring. That's how we operate, yeah. That's how we do it now. 
Yes, please be extra careful to everyone listening. Um, yeah, if you decide if you decide to go hit the streets, just like Noah said, bring friends, bring a group. Mm-hmm. Not I. I don't think two don't people go by is enough. <laughs> yeah, don't always. If you Never do go, go if you do decide to go by yourself, go find a group of people. Mm-hmm. I okay. This is like very um fangirl of me. But this this one girl I saw, she made a TikTok about it and she went to a protest by herself because all her friends canceled. And she was like, all you guys are fake and you guys don't care about black lives. And so she's like, that is it. I'm going by myself. She went and she saw a group that looked friendly, inviting, ended up being Harry Styles. But she didn't know that until after. But she literally went to a group of three or more people and was like, let me hang out with them mm-hmm. do stuff like that like literally if you end up going by yourself go find a group that you believe looks friendly and that you know that has more than three people at least give them your phone number give them your name and an emergency contact and then you're set you you got new friends too mm-hmm yeah, new friends. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Just protect yourselves, guys. Um, everybody that's listening, just protect yourselves. Um, protect those around you. Um, and it's a mad, hyper vigilant, hyper vigilant. Yes, it's yeah. a mad, mad world out there. So just be safe. Um, we want to thank our very special, special guest, Noah, for joining us. <laughs> Uh, we appreciate you so much. Um, we hope to we hope to have you again on here soon. Maybe mm-hmm. we have the Ahmad Aubrey case finishing up around Thanksgiving, so we'll definitely have to have you back on here to talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. Fingers crossed, it goes the way that we want. <laughs> um, yeah. But yes, everybody, we are fried online, and this is a very very different episode (laughs) yes yes and thank you for listening to both episodes we have about this because i decided i was like i'm gonna split this up into two because it's a lot we wanted to talk about and thank you for listening to both of them um yeah thanks guys see you later see ya bye